This is Michael Nash, and welcome to another episode of Selling the Sage Way. On the curvy and treacherous road of sales, one constant is for certain. Prospects will raise objections. Your price is too high. You don't have this particular capability. We don't do multi-year deals. We would never sign an agreement if you don't commit to $2 million worth of limited liability. I don't like your user experience. It seems clunky and non-intuitive. The color palette is off-putting. Man, I've heard them all along the way. Sometimes the objections are real. Sometimes they're smoke screens. Some are meant to get under your skin and throw you off your game, especially the objections that come from procurement. Some happen during discovery meetings. Some happen during presentations and demos and others during tough negotiations. So the question is, how do we best handle these objections? It's a critical skill in professional selling, and the ones who master it are the ones advancing opportunities in the pipeline quickly and closing deals with larger ASPs on a consistent basis. The good news is, with a bit of professional training and practice, it's a skill that can be mastered, even if it does not come naturally. Over the years, I've trained thousands of AEs, SEs, and management on how to best handle objections. There are six guidelines I believe to be a critical foundational mindset to mastering objection handling. Number one, Objections are the buyer's way of coming to a logical understanding if your solution is right for them. Don't get upset when they ask you questions, challenge you, or call your baby ugly. I know it can be hard, but we cannot take it personally. Number two, understand how you handle objections during the selling process is a critical success factor in winning high-quality business consistently. In fact, this skill might be more important than presenting, demoing, or negotiating. Number three, As trusted advisors, we welcome objections as an awesome opportunity to build trust, rapport, and credibility. In your mind, you need to think objection equals opportunity. Objection equals opportunity because that's what it is. Number four, we must be empathetic to our customers' needs to better understand our solutions. In other words, put yourself in the customer's shoes and don't forget to take yours off first. Also remember that body language Posture, tone of voice, eye contact is super important. Crossed arms with a WTF look in your eye when hearing an objection is not the way to go unless you're trying to tank your relationship and potential deal. Number five, and this is very important, the objection the buyer puts on the table is not important. What's really important is the source of that objection. We need to know what's driving the objection. Think of it as an onion, and we need to go through the layers to find out the root cause. Number six, we don't need to be perfect. In fact, research has proven our brains are wired to not trust perfection. Prospects don't expect us, our companies, or solutions to be perfect, so let's not pretend to be. That actually does you a disservice and erodes the trust and rapport if you try to be perfect. Now that we have the right mindset and welcome objections, it's important we have a strategy and a set of tools to overcome them. The objection handling method I teach is very effective when done correctly and naturally. It has three steps, which I go into in great detail during my training sessions. I'll give you a quick overview here. Step one, first we must actively listen. Before responding, have the discipline to pause for one to three seconds. Good things tend to happen during that pause in the action. For example, the customer may overcome their own objection. How nice would that be? When you do respond, make sure you slow down your talking. Research shows more trust is created when you slow down your talking. We've all heard the adage, don't believe a fast-talking salesperson, right? Well, as it turns out, it's true, so don't be that guy or girl. Step two, avoid the knee-jerk response that is long-winded. If we do that, we don't figure out the root cause of the problem. 
and we have a strong chance of missing the target when we do attempt to overcome it. Step three, we must utilize specific tactics. I train teams on five different tools to overcome objections, depending on the type of objection. That enables us as sellers to understand the source of the objection and handle it in a very specific way. This in turn moves us closer to the customer's circle of trust and ultimately realizes the goal of transforming into their trusted advisor. Thanks for listening to this episode on the art and science of objection handling. I hope you found it valuable and don't forget that time for a professional salesperson is the only commodity you own, so utilize it wisely.